The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hey, man, I love it with the booze, the cheers. I love y'all so much. I'll come back tomorrow. It's always the Prince of War, baby. Woo! Prince of War, Greg Hardy. Flawless performance by Corey Anderson. Levels of this game. UFC, nobody giving my respect. I'm here in New York. I train here. You guys booed me. Let's see you boo me now. Thank you for the love and the hate. Corey Anderson, ladies and gentlemen. We just had Corey Anderson on, which, again, we, of course, have this tremendous When I think our prep sheet is wrong. It says he was on August. Wasn't it after August? I, th- I mean, it was like two, no, weeks, was ago. two weeks ago. It was, right? Our no, prep sheet tell is, me that it's wrong again. The prep sheet's wrong. I love it. I love when they're wrong. Matt, just, you know how I am. I love, I'm a prep you know why sheet I love it? Because it has nothing to do with Bob. Bob, Bob, do you do the prep sheets? Yeah, I, no, he's simply he's waving. I do appreciate you. I asked for this to be bigger. I appreciate that. I'd be upset if it I was Bob. I still can't read this. But for some reason, when these other guys fuck up, I feel like just putting their heads together. I would never. I would never put their heads together. Like in a, but like in a cartoon, you feel like putting their heads together. Like, you want to clunk their heads together. Right? What the fuck's the matter with them? Do they want us to fucking every show bash them? We love them. They're, they're, Strong-like. They're, well, maybe another year you get to love. Last appeared August of 19. <laughs> Who? Corey Anderson? Yeah. He was on fuck. Literally, he was on right before the fight. And the reason it matters <laughs> is because I literally doubt my own sanity. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Am I this dumb? You know, I don't remember shit. So, oh, speaking of that, uh, we had Derek. Dude, first of all, I'm a mess sometimes. We had Derek Lewis on, and I'm asking him. Uh, I, I hate know, that I wasn't I'm here asking for that, him, uh, dude. I needed you these last couple of shows. They put, you know, I'm fucking Longo's my wingman, and he's not fucking helping. So uh, I'm asking, well, is it exciting to fight at MSG? And meanwhile, he and now Derek's funny. He brings up right away, nah, nah, I fought there last time uh, with uh, with uh, Daniel him. Cormier, and he goes, and oh. uh, you, he goes, and you interviewed me before it. <laughs> he's, he doesn't let me slide. Wait, was that Cormier was the garden too? Maybe not. Maybe I fucked that I thought up. It was I think Ganu. It was. A, oh, I want to say Cormier was Vegas and Ganu. I know Ganu was a was a was a co-main, and it was a three-round decision. Not a great fight. I like the way you look just now to Dan to see if he's going to look it up, and he looks to the right. And nobody's sitting in the chair. He's literally what on grinder. He has no idea. What's going on? Here? Yeah, no. Can you check out where, where did Cormier fight? Uh, uh, again, it's more curiosity. A lot of these things are not important. But uh, it's hey, listen. You heard of uh, you know the, the people who get the nicknames like the TRT Vitor and the fucking uh, what's the other one? Uh, there was broke Fitch back in the day or something shit like that. Uh, how about fucking uh, fucking angry Anderson? How about that? When he's uh, angry, he's fucking he look at the way he came out. What do you think about angry and fuck Jimmy? The fuck, man? That's for Silva, not Corey Anderson. Why Silva? No, you said Anderson, so I couldn't think of an Anderson. I'm not booing at Corey Anderson. Oh, you 
I'm confused. You said you made it look like I hit the boo button. No, I know that. But so well, I'm confused about why Angry you're Anderson. So oh, I'm like, I'm not booing Corey Anderson. I don't want you to imply that I'm doing this for Corey no, Anderson. No, so I'm I saying you're it. booing the fucking name. It ruins my whole fucking thing, Jimmy. Oh, I'm sorry. I was trying to say oh, TRT Vitor. I'm trying to say uh, Broke Fitch. There's you a lot of little hey, nicknames. Let's start no, over. Let's start <laughs> over. Keep it going. So my point was that could be a cool nickname because he's fighting different. Now, he's pissed off. Dana was like, ah, he came in with a bad attitude and uh, angry all week. Not, well, I don't think he said bad attitude. But he said he came in all... He called it cryberry, crybaby shit, I think. Dana was, uh, no. did not mince well, words. He, he th- now, Dana's point was uh, that... Well, what's Dana's point? Now, he's saying that, uh, just show us what you're worth. And now you did. So that's a good thing. Don't miss... But don't. I think he's pissed that uh, he thinks that there's a conspiracy theory that, right. oh, we're trying to get you beat. That was a big thing. He goes, how could I try to get you beat? You're either beating the guy or you're not. If you can't beat number whatever, you right. want to fight for the title. That was Dana's point. Sure. I want to hear Corey why he thinks that he's trying to get beat. Why um, is that? I mean, he probably feels he doesn't get enough. He's not talked about enough. And again, a lot of times, not always, but the ground fighters don't get as much because they don't have the exciting knockouts all the time. So they don't get as much of uh, the immediate, the finishing quickly. In fact, you know, I mean, it's always, I think, a little harder for the ground guys to get the type of notoriety that an Nganu gets or somebody who's just knocking you the fuck out because that's the highlight reel. And that's like, that's what makes the crowd go, ah, you know, like that. Yeah. And I like Greg Hardy, you look at how well, fast his name has become as big as it is. And Corey Anderson would probably look at that and go, look, I've been around longer. I've fought mm. tougher guys. What's going on? And I'm, that's my guess. You know, I think uh, I think a lot of it has to do with it with how excited people get for you. Like, right. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, he's brought up at the weigh-in, and he said that nobody was really clapping for Corey Anderson. And Corey's got some, like, really good wins. But, you know, I think it does come down to... You know, people getting excited for you. I mean, Agreed. should it be like that? I don't know. I just, but I feel it is it, that. That's that's what it's about. Like you know, you, you got to be. In other words, these guys that are taking a risk to put people away, like you know what I mean. Like the bigger the risk, the bigger the reward. Like, like what if he didn't knock out Johnny Walker and uh, he got knocked out? You know right. what I mean? Like if he just played it safe with like striking to wrestling and out grappled him, would he be getting the same response after that? I mean, he dude, he really let it all hang out. Well, guys who went to, like, on a lot, like his last, he's on a four fight win streak. The uh, three were decisions. Latifi, Teixeira, and uh, Patrick so, Cummins were decisions. So, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, that doesn't, and obviously with those fights, a lot of people might not even remember them that much, but they're going to remember this fucking fight. It's just, that's Dana's point also. Yes, it's people remember the giant knockouts, the explode. And I think you have a better shot of doing that if you're more of a striker. And I think that's probably why guys who are not traditionally, uh, like Curtis Blades, who obviously can knock you out, won't be ever talked about as much as a guy like Nganu, uh, even though he lost to him, but it be just because of, of the fights he has, people are like, oh, he's a wrestler. You know, it's just, they, they, it doesn't motivate people in, as, as quickly because people like want to see knockouts. Yeah, no, it's, well, it's true for the most part, but he's one of the more exciting grab, I mean, grapplers. And he's also brutal. Oh, yeah, oh, He's man. amazing. With elbows on yeah. the floor, and he's brutal. So, But it's like Kamara Usman. You know. Um, or Woodley. The, uh, you know, again, they're great fighters, and no. UFC fans love these guys. So, so you don't like Angry Anderson as a, as a nickname? You don't like that? No, because he probably won't agree with it. We'll ask him, and if he likes it, I'll take credit for it. If he doesn't, I'll blame you. I mean, that's... Well, I just think that he fought 
not pissed off like he fought emotional, but it's like he was on fire, man. Yeah. Like he, like it's like he wanted to make a statement. He wasn't. He he, he put everything. He put a lot into those punches. And he was meaning to do it, not just to close the distance. He was looking to take his head off, and it was, it was beautiful, man. I like the yeah. way he started right away, grabbing up his leg, making it look like he's gonna be grappling the whole time. That's right. And next thing you know, that's what that's what this guy's thinking. And uh, then he starts laying into him. Well, you know, I mean, Mark Henry must have been so happy. Johnny Walker didn't. Uh, I know he says that like it was a little. He started slow. A lot of times, these guys don't take an opponent as seriously as they should. It's, he looks it's, flustered over there. Why? You flustered? Hardly that just, all right, that's, is he in New York? No. That's actually a good excuse, though. If your phone is in a cab, all right, I get it. Um, That's fucking confusing. What the hell? <laughs> it's funny, though. Yeah, how do you well, know? He texted you. You know what? I called and the driver picked up the phone. Oh, no, really? Yeah. Oh, all right, well, you know what? That's legit. Yeah. It's either that or Greg is a great actor. Imagine he got his friend to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm doing to make up for this? Hello? Ah, I found it. I'm calling Dean Thomas. We'd like credit for getting Greg Hardy's phone back. What if like we can't get him and I get Dean Thomas right now? You tell Dean to call him. Oh, that's right. Um, all right, Jimmy. All right, I'm well, maybe we'll Dean. get Greg Hardy. Maybe we won't. Yeah, it's exciting. I like, I like, you know, the stuff like that. Like we don't know. It's like, a, it's like a mystery. It's not a mystery. It's a um, it keeps people in suspense. It's ringing for Dean Thomas. This motherfucker better not ghost me. Could you make this a little bigger sometimes? I can't see. I, my eyes are going bad. I'm not trying to be picky. You know well, what I'm Dean talking Thomas... about the uh, the rankings. And I have to put on my fucking glasses, but it sucks with headphones to put your glasses on because you got to squeeze. Yeah. Well, nah, he's not picking up. All right. He's probably with Greg looking for his phone. He has no I, idea I where it pick is. Up, so now it looks like it's really How urgent. funny would it be if Greg thought that Dean took his phone and he knocked Dean out? Because <laughs> he thought Dean had his phone. Well, I'd never bet against Dean Thomas. Don't Dean Thomas might be getting old, but he's a dangerous man. I'm sure he is. But a Greg Hardy punch would put most people out. You ever see Dean Thomas do a rolling heel hook? He did well, that yeah. shit to Jens Pulver back in 1998. But if Greg, you believe that shit, just got mad and threw a punch. Yeah, most people are in trouble. Most people. Most people. That's not Dean Thomas, though. It's hard for any of those guys to take a punch. Like, punch yeah. like, Why anybody taking it? But you got to roll with that shit, Jimmy. I, like I, I would life. roll with it. By roll, I mean collapse. <laughs> I would collapse. Some guys do, though. Uh, like, you know, Roy Nelson was always good at kind of rolling with punches and not getting hit as hard. Um, but have you noticed, like, the guys like uh, him and, and Derek Lewis only throwing the one punch, not having a great jab? Like, Struve didn't have a great jab. You, you got to have Larry Holmes. Bought a new house because of his jab. Like, the jab is was, the most underrated thing. I always felt that was like that Stefan Struve uh, let them get a little too close. <laughs> like, he's so long. Yeah. If I had those long legs, man, I'd be sidekicking That's why. That's why you need a good the, jab. You know? Larry Holmes would put his jab in your fucking face. And he literally, he had, I mean, his jab was like, it was like a sledgehammer. Yeah. He had an exceptionally awful, uh, devastating jab. You just want to have one that you can bother somebody with. What about me getting ghosted by Dean Thomas. Well, he's busy. Well, I just want to say ghosted. Is that the I right know. way? Yeah, Is yeah, that what yeah. the kids say? Other news. I heard it in 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 um in uh in uh Spider-Man Far From Home. He goes, "You don't ghost Nick Fury." You understand? Cuz great word. Well, what happened was this is what happened. Spider-Man was on vacation with like uh, with on a school trip. All right, listen, Jimmy. I'm listening. And, uh, you know, he wants to be a kid. Some, he's a teenager, Jimmy. Mm -hmm. he's a, he doesn't always want to be walking around like a superhero. Sure. He needs some time for himself. Sure. You know? So we wanted to go on this trip, and Nick Fury's trying to get in touch with him to maybe, you know, save the world or something. And he's like, you know what? Let me just be a kid. Give me, give me a month. 
trying to get with MJ, you know, get to know her. All right, let's get back to some MMA news. Well, I do want to say. Yes. Uh, Walt Harris has dropped out, obviously, of his main event fight uh, with Alistair Overeem yeah. because there's terrible stuff going on with his daughter. I hope uh, at least they get, yeah. he finds her or they get some kind of word. It's got to be fucking yeah, horrible. No, it's just the worst thing possible to um, think about. So he's obviously out to, to focus on his family. And uh, uh, Jarzinho Rosenstrike, who, uh, who has looked incredible, is fighting uh, Overeem now. And that is the uh, that is the main event, uh, which is great to see this guy nine and zero in a main event already. Oh, um, hold on! <laughs> okay, this will get me back in a good mood. Is uh, yeah, I get yo. Come on, man, Dean Thomas. The fuck, yo? Really? Is this what we're gonna do? We're in yeah. high school, going back and forth. Pick up, yo. That's what I get. Come on, unfiltered. He might be busy. Come, nah, nah, nah. Who are you, are you? Would you be too busy for this? Could be training. Maybe he's hanging out with Shaq. <laughs> Come on, you on see unfiltered. Maybe he's hanging out with Shaq. No. Uh, and Hardy is fighting, by the way. Uh, Alexander Volkov, that's who he's calling in. <laughs> and uh, Calvin Cater against Zabit Magomed Sharipov. What a fucking fight that is going to be. They were supposed to fight where? In Boston? Where was that fight supposed to It was supposed to be in Boston. Which fight is that now? Tell me again. That's the main event of uh, Fight Night, Zabit versus Qatar. Um, Cater. Oh, uh, I only say Calvin Cater when I see his whole name. When I just see the K, oh, I, say, I, I think of the country, even though it's spelled with a Q, because I'm a fucking idiot. Now, the prelims are 11 a.m. on ESPN. Wow. Main event, 2 p.m. I love this shit because I work Saturday nights. I do stand up. I love when they fight in Russia or anywhere with a huge time difference. Uh, what time? 11 a.m. I can wake up. I can take a dump. I can have my coffee, watch the prelims, 2 o'clock. I've stretched. I've relaxed. I'm eating lunch. I'm watching the main event. This is unbelievable. He's driving. Damn, he wrote. Well, don't text if you're driving. Yeah. Or you should say text more, actually. <laughs> text greater detail if okay, you're driving. Okay, buddy. Okay, buddy. No worries. And I'm getting, now, why would I get mad? Why would I think the guy's not getting back to me? I'm not an insecure guy. No, you just you're a man who like demands a response. That's not true. I, I, I listen. I'm f- but by the way, I don't want to. What fight did you just say? Did you just say Calvin Cater versus Zabit? Uh, Zabit, yeah. I, yes. That's going to be fucking amazing. Amazing fight. And that is when exactly? I know you just went over this, but I think I think it's that's good okay. That I got like I can't like remember shit and it's Saturday. I, it, it, we promote it more. <laughs> Wait. Fuck! It's, it's this Saturday? Saturday. It is this Saturday. What's going Correct? on? Correct. Yeah, I'm just trying to think what I'm There's doing. There's no this date Saturday. Day, but it is this Saturday. That's um, so great. I'm excited. I get excited. Jimmy, I'm excited for that fight. Yeah, it's a great fight. Also, uh, Dana said something. And I'm glad he said this. Uh, not so fast on Romero Adesanya. Romero again. As much as I, I, I would rather see Jared Cannonier get the shot. Not and to not like Romero. I know he's ranked higher. He's fourth. I think Cannonier's fifth. But because of how good Jared has looked, and Romero again, he's getting older, so you want to get in these shots. But he had uh, a couple of shots. Uh, you know, recently he's had some big fights, and uh, you know he's he struggled a bit. So uh, even though he's fought well, he's lost. So I would rather see a guy like Cannonier. Fight Israel Adesanya yeah. for the I li- belt. I like that he said that Kennedy is like the uh, the dark horse in the division. He did say man. that, but yeah. because he's like, he, he's fighting very smart too, man. I like and, he, and man, I would like yeah, I'd like to see that also. But I'd like to see either fight actually. I mean, of course, Romero is always. I mean, he never, Romero fights never suck. He's he's yeah. very very tough. I mean, not not for anything. 
So I'd like to almost like to have Romero get it because I think he's getting older, man. Yeah. Get that shit now, man. You know, I... I, I well, I, wait, how old is Cannoneer now? Cannoneer's probably 30. I'm going to guess he's 36. That's a guess. I All could right. be totally well, wrong. You know, not for nothing. 35, maybe. I'm not saying that's, that's old, but... It's a big difference between 36 and 41 in that world. It is It is a difference, but the other guy's a freak. 35. Yeah. So he uh, is. That's a little better, though. Yeah. Let, you know, because like you bring up often, I knocked out Trigger 35. I do say that. Did a you lot. ever say that? It, but not Once even just or with twice. You. Sometimes I'm, I'm fucking a girl. I'll just yell that. What do you? What do you yell? If, if Matt was 35 when he knocked out Frank. Frank. <laughs> And they're like, what does that mean? I'm like, just just get an app. Oh God, I'm never, I'm never gonna bring it up again. Now you just you I yell it you out. You just accomplished something. Why? Does anybody else use this microphone, guys? Anybody? Oh, Smell I, bad? I think, I think my mouth went on it. I started kissing somebody. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, a you, lot guys, of, you guys got to Not only do other thing. people use Dude, it. I went forward like I tongued it. I'm like, what did I just do? People not only use it, but people cough into it. And people cough up those, you know those little white things of food that build up in your throat and they smell horrible? Since people cough those into oh, the screen. Oh, and I should have said this before, so you guys. You probably just put your mouth on that. Not, not, since we're talking about gross shit, there's no, there's no more teepee in the bathroom. There's no more toilet paper. That, oh. <laughs> give a fuck. No, that should be, somebody should know. And uh, I would never, uh, Jimmy, what would you do if you were me? I would never put down like paper towels down the toilet bowl, but... You listen to me. Fuck you, somebody, uh, for not keeping it stocked. That's why you heard 50 flushes. I'm not taking 50 shits, people. I'm just breaking off some of the toilet paper. What am I going to do, wait, Jimmy? Wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on, Jimmy. Wait, wait. What? Uh, now I'm licking. Stop licking the mic. Somebody put foreskin on it. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Can't stop licking Jimmy, the mic. It's like a thing, though. But listen to me. What would you do? If you're on the if you if you're sitting on the throne and you're in a place like this, you're not comfortable you're not at your house where you go, honey, I I don't know who you'd be yelling for, but I go I'd be like, I am out of TP, could you hand one in or something? You know what I mean? I'll put a towel on me, I have a kid throw it in. I'm not gonna have, I'm not gonna stick my hand out the fucking door and you know what am I gonna do? Well, put you, my ass in the sink? You put toilet paper in the water. I didn't even think I didn't wouldn't even entertain that. Why do you put what? toilet paper in the water? Say again? You put toilet paper in the water or on the seat? What are we talking about? You said you break off little pieces of toilet paper. Oh, and then I... No, and then I... I'm talking about... I'm talking about when you're talking about at the end when you're finishing and cleaning up. Oh, you wipe it. Oh, okay. I yes. thought you meant like you put it in the water so it doesn't splash. I know, mm -hmm. I know, because girls do that sometimes. I'm like, where the fuck you put it? Don't put, put it toilet in the bowl. paper on the top of the water no, of no, so I, it doesn't splash up. It's actually a genius strategy. I never thought of that. If you're in a public before. place and you don't want that That's water... A, I don't give a fuck, though, so I wouldn't do that. About, oh, water splashing you? Oh, I understand. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I'll actually take my hoodie I, off and put it in. Jimmy, <laughs> but uh, so anyway, you know, if there was no. Usually, they have a backup stock of toilet paper in there. Sure. Well, there wasn't. All right, so I had to do the no-no of going through the paper towels. So whatever, man, get some Drano. Let's talk some MMA. Yep, let's talk a little <laughs> MMA. Um, I can't wait for those to beat uh, Calvin Cater fight. Calvin Cater is a fucking stud. He is. And this is what I'm thinking. Five rounds. One thing that we're noticing, Zabit is is dynamic, and he's a bad mofo. But, I mean, he's been losing some like some of these third rounds. He starts to fade a little bit. Right or wrong, Jimmy? Yeah, I mean, hey. it's been a criticism. How many main events has he had? Has he main events? None! Oh, this is his first one, huh? I just threw that out there, I know right, guys? Did. Nobody's looking at us. They don't know. I think you're right. I'm going to say I'm right. Unlike them saying that Corey Anderson was here in fucking August, uh, I'm right. 
You know, mm. Jimmy? Yeah, you are. I am right. Uh, Calvin, I mean, look at the fight with Jeremy Stevens. Uh, that last round was Jeremy Stevens, I believe, coming after him. No? Yeah. Wait, hold on. That wasn't a fucking, no, that wasn't a main event. That was a three-round. But, but you could also talk about Stevens is a veteran, and he know he's such a good fighter, and he knew he had to knock him out, so he might have been much more aggressive, too. In that third round, in my mind right now, I'm going over if that was that was not a main event. That was that was. I don't think round. it was. Okay, definitely not. I don't believe so. I should probably remember that. Too. <laughs> Listen, we go through a lot of fights. Dude, don't think so we're many shot, fights, people. so many names, so many main events. I mean, every week they have one, which is a great. Thing. That's the price we pay for the success of the UFC. Um, also, Adesanya said to John Jones to fight him at 185. Never going to happen. John will go up. He'll never go to 185. I didn't know he could get to 185. Um, I have no desire to see that. I, I love Jones and I love Anasanya, but no, there's plenty of people for both of them to fight. 100%. And even if, uh, I don't know, like with Jones, but let me tell you as far as with uh, Adesanya, yeah, this, I mean, man, he's, he's, there's plenty of people. And, it, and it's exciting. Just the two guys we named with Cannoneer and, uh, and Yoel. That, both, either one of those fights is, is awesome. And by the way, I said four and five. I was wrong. It's three and four. Looks like Reyes is going to be next for Jones. Also, an exciting fight. Dominic Dude, Reyes man, and John Jones. I'll Reyes. tell you, I, I, there's so much. I'm so excited for his future fights. Um, uh, Israel Adesanya. Yeah, he's such a he's such a like he, he reminds me of a, like a comic book character. He does no, dude. He's like a like as far as a martial artist, because he's got. He's so well. He's very well rounded. I think people are going to be taking him down, and he's going to be submitting people and. Like I'm thinking of the past fight when he went for a fucking he like dove for a leg. I mean he's he's dynamic, man. I think uh, I think we're gonna see some really exciting fights from him. Now fighting uh, against guys like uh, Yoel Romero. Uh, I mean, look, he's fought guys who really hit hard. Obviously, Whitaker has a, a nice punch, and, and you know, and Derek Brunson has a tremendous punch. But has he fought anybody? Has Adesanya fought anyone who can take a punch? Like Ada, like uh, Yoel Romero. Has he fought anybody who is as durable as Yoel Romero? I mean, that might be a test, too. Kelvin, Yoel, Kelvin Gastelum's pretty durable. He is, uh, although I would say That's what Kelvin I was, doesn't last three rounds of, against Paulo Costa taking the punishment that Yoel Romero took. Versus Paul... Uh, Most people mm, don't survive we'll see. I like that Darren Till was... Because that's to do with... Uh, with Kelvin being so durable, durable, he knew he was durable. So he said he wasn't really trying to as much, really making every shot, trying to put him away. He was just trying to touch him up. And right. we're going to get him on soon. I don't know what the Till? fuck's the problem. Yeah. yeah, you know, he said he was nervous that day. I wonder if he was nervous too because Trump was there. Knowing that nah, the, I don't think he gave a fuck about that. Uh, I don't know. Sure. Fighting in front of a sitting U.S. president—that's yeah, a big thing. He's not him. even from here. He's from Liverpool. It's still a big thing, though. I mean, you're yeah. fighting. Yeah, it's the most powerful guy on earth is sitting there watching you fight. Like, yeah, it's. It's got. There's no way they don't know. Or they don't. It doesn't register. I fought in front of him. You UFC, did. UFC 31 was at the Trump Taj Mahal. I fought at Dean Thomas at the Trump Taj Mahal. I fought a couple of times there, and I'm pretty. Sh I'm I'm 95 percent sure he was there. But if he wasn't, he wasn't. First time I worked Atlantic City was Trump. Uh, Trump Marina. Yeah, they employed me. Yeah. They, it's amazing, dude. Amazing how far the sport has come. It's you crazy, know? right? You know, back when I was fighting, I would I would. I wasn't getting paid a lot at all, but there wasn't a lot of money in it. But I remember thinking, all right, well, I got to do this because eventually this shit's probably going to be banned. <laughs> and then I'm going to be uh. telling my kids that, oh, he's doing this crazy shit fighting in a cage. You'd always think that. And then the ultimate fighter just took it to the next level. It Like that fight with uh, Forrest Griffin and Stefan Bonner. 
and it blew up the sport, and then it just changed everything. It and, did, right? Oh yeah, man. Without, but yeah, it's, it is what it is. Without the Fatita brothers putting all that money into it, it, it would have been gone. It wouldn't have lasted. No way. Also, um, not just that, but the in France, it looks like now it's been uh, approved uh, and legalized. I guess in France. So Dana said that uh, 2020 is going to be a big year for Nganu. He said that because Stipe and uh, Cormier are first. He doesn't know if uh, he'll get a home field fight in France. Yeah. Maybe they're planning on doing a. <laughs> who are they going to put there first? I mean, when will they do their first uh, event in France? Well, let me tell you about France because we talk pop culture, don't we? Yeah. Holy F, do I like Vikings? And they attacked France. I don't want to give nothing away. What happened? Some of the coolest fucking fight scenes. Holy, why are people not talking about this show? I'll tell you why, Jimmy. Why? When it first came out, it was on the History Channel. Oh. And I was like, ah, it's probably boring. Sounds like history class. And I never watched it. And then I ended up watching it. I had Abu Dhabi. It was on Netflix. And, and I, you know, yada, yada. I, I told you the story. And I got addicted to it. So when you say France, they would say Franca back then, whatever the fuck they call it. It wasn't exactly France. It was, oh, attack Franca. And uh, holy fuck, it was awesome. Give the show, just like I asked you to do, give Jiu Jitsu a chance, give Viking a chance. Give it. Give it a chance. Don't you touch that soundboard. No, what no, are you doing, Jimmy? Let's start over. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't it's watch one it. Of those, it's one of those episodes. Why does Greg Hardy threw us off? That's not the one that uh, Alex Ponovich is on, is it? No. He's on... But God, uh, that guy's... I'll tell you right now, he's one of those guys I feel we know better than we do. He, I shows, like up that every, he shows up everywhere. Great guy. Mm-hmm. Just, a, just a good energy guy. I like him a lot. And what a... And very knowledgeable. Speaking of that, you Jimmy, you look funny. You about to say something funny? No, <laughs> no. Why would I start now, <laughs> Jimmy? We got to get Chuck Zito back in soon, dude. I've been saying that. I would love to get Zito on. I, uh, I really like that guy. I enjoy him a lot. And sometimes I see him on the Instagram, and I'm like, every time I see one of his posts or something, I'll like it, and I'll go, well, "I got it. We got to contact him." He has an almost encyclopedic knowledge of MMA. He's so good. Yeah. You guys talking? He was good. I love you it. guys know so much more about it than I do for the early, like the first thirty or forty UFC. Like, yeah. he's such a knowledge of, of these old school fighters and the he, beginning of the sport. He, he, I'm, I just totally. I, what I did to you, what I did to Chris Light on the the season tough four finale, I just totally foot stomped you. I'm sorry. It's okay. Underused tool. It is. Oh fuck! I'll stomp the fuck out of a toe. You will. Good job, Dan. Thank Not you. grabbing that shit by the fucking top of it like we addressed two episodes ago. He, oh god, that's yeah, a guy that learned. Aren't you happy that I'm a big mouth? And yeah. I, because you would have just been like, oh, I'm gonna be polite and not say nothing. He's nice enough to get it. Yeah. Meanwhile, he did everything but put his fucking dick in it. He literally grabbed it the way an octopus would grab it. It's all this. You don't know where to put your mouth. I'd rather, I'd rather make love to this. You don't know where his fucking hand was. Yeah, Matt was pointing at my zipper. Timmy, <laughs> oh. weird. Uh, look at Bob's socks. I'm sorry, Bob. You're not part of the show. You're innocent bystander. Yeah. Why am I attacking Bob? Did Greg Hardy get his He fucked back? with us. Jimmy, we got to make do. They fucked up. They did fuck up. They didn't fuck up. He Greg Hardy left, in the cab. He left it in his cab. Did you they, tell you know, Dean that Greg's, because his trainer, did you tell him that the Greg's phone's in the cab? Yeah, Dean Thomas, don't give a fuck. This is what I want to know. What time is, um, who else is Corey calling Anderson. Corey Anderson calling in. Call him now. Get him on the phone, man. What the fuck? We're just shooting the shit. I'm just tired today. I apologize. I took a melatonin last night. You madman. I know. What I the felt fuck's crazy. the occasion? I felt crazy. Um, <laughs> and uh, I just, it makes me very sluggish the next day. 
Yeah? Yeah. Well. I was happy for Corey. Dude, I had a little bit of my la-la, I ate some gummies, yeah. and I'm still perky. Well, you went out to the... Uh, what? Where'd I go? Out to that little vestibule. Ooh, I did a little with Jimmy Bird to the old uh, balcony, <laughs> right? You did, you yeah. You flew out there with me. I did. You didn't do anything because you're an AA. That's and right. me, I took my pain medicine. What do you want me to do? That's true. I'm not a pill popper. No, you're not. I'm not a powder sniffer. Do you feel better? Now? Oh, good. I feel good, Jimmy. You do. I do. I do. Look, Do I look good? If, By yeah. the way, how do you like my um, camouflage polo shirt? That's nice. Do you like my shirt? It's like a long john, or is it a sweatshirt? I love this. Do it with me. Do it with me, Jimmy. Do look at me, but not no eye contact. <laughs> I like it. Let's go for a jog already. Now, Corey, did they tell you that we were calling today or no? <laughs> yeah, they did. My bad. I was trying to pull the phone out of my pocket, and I hit the in button. Oh, okay. We we never know if the arrangements have been made. Uh, congratulations, man, on, yes. on an incredible fight. Congrats. <laughs> Shit, he hung up on us. He got tired of it. He, he probably said, if those two idiots congratulate me immediately, I'm hanging up the phone. <laughs> well, he's done. By the way, I see so many on... Oh, there he is. He's back. Poor connection. Yeah, Skype is, is getting is tough. On. Did you get our congrats or no? Did you hear us? <laughs> I can hear you. Oh, we said congrats. I don't know. If, did you hear that? <laughs> I heard you. I said thank you. Man. Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not scolding yeah, don't you. Get in, don't get into some <laughs> shit with Corey. We don't yeah, need that. I don't why, dude, he might still be angry. Now Anderson H C Anderson Roofing. <laughs> that's smiling. whose company is that? Is that your company or family? That's my father's company. Uh, oh yeah, I think I we like talked it. about that last time, and he still has it. Did I ask you about bees last time on the roofs? Uh, no. Okay, not probably the question you would ask somebody after such an impressive knockout. But it always freaks me out with guys that work on roofs and and they do tarring and roofing uh, that they don't always get attacked by bees. That's my greatest fear. Uh, that's your fear, huh? That's a weird fear. <laughs> is a, My dad is... got attacked by a mouse before. That's funny. On a roof? A mouse? Yeah. It was like a pile of trash on the roof, and we was taking it off a, uh, a trash, and the mouse was attacking him, but it ran at him. My dad about jumped off the roof like it was about to <laughs> Listen, I'm not, I would never say to embellish a story, but tell your dad to change your story to a rat. Yeah, like make a, it a rat, rat, not a mouse. No, no, don't say a mouse. Okay. He never tells anybody the story. I tell people. <laughs> oh, you do. Think he was a man, and there was. By the way, how messy was the house that there was garbage on the roof? How do you put garbage on your roof? Well, no, it was just like tear off, not like trash, trash. Like we tore off the other roofing material, then we put it in the pile to the end of the job site, throw it all in the dumpster, and we went to get it out. It was like mice, and it we was on top of a college dorm, so. The college kids are probably pretty nasty that the uh, mice came up. Now, Corey, that's all fascinating and everything. But listen, let's get to business, man. I got, so I was there live at MSG uh, last Saturday. And when I'm walking in with my wife, they're getting us to our seats. You, buddy, that's when you were going to work. I didn't, I watched the fight since. I watched the whole thing. Not that it lasted long. But when I got in is when you were laying into him. You got to be on cloud nine right now, right or wrong? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty happy with their performance. You know, you got to can't I've, like everybody asked me, what would you grade it? You can't grade it anything less than an A plus plus. You know, it went pretty perfect. Didn't get hit, and uh, it only landed one shot. To, uh, and it was a downward spiral from there. Now you you blend you always blend the striking and grappling extremely well. Whether you're shooting or striking, you keep guys confused. But with this fight. I mean, was it to grapple early and then 
do exactly what you did, lay into him? Because those punches, they weren't just to close the distance. They would have... They, you looked to decapitate him, and it, it was it was beautiful. And even in the clinch with the uppercuts and whatnot, yeah. I mean, what could I say? I mean, was that the plan? No, the game plan actually was to go out, let him move around, do all his tricky stuff in the first round, and gas himself out, and then in the second round, get him to the ground. But uh, being a veteran that I am, I saw the opening and just kind of – I didn't steer away from the game plan. We knew in the second round, if we started shooting, he defends it fake a shot and let the hands go, then eventually he's going to worry about the hands and the shots will come easier. But I saw the opening early when he was doing all the hip twitches and everything. It was kind of, it was unnecessary movement. He wasn't doing anything with it. He was trying to set me up for something, but like we talked before, I'm a mixed martial artist. I could just see, but like, he's not actually throwing anything. He's trying to get me to freeze. Everything he's doing is trying to get me to stop so he can jump or he can spin or do something crazy. As long as I keep moving, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And after I took the shot, and I felt he's pretty, he's pretty strong in the clinch. But I knew, like, all right, I can either get the shot, but if I fake and he reacts to it, I'm going to start punching. And uh, one of the combos I work on a lot, worked on a lot this camp was I would either go for the single leg like I did and then fake the single leg and come with the overhand and then go back to the wrestling. But when I hit him with the overhand, I could tell he was rocked. So there was no reason to step back. And I just kept going off on him. Yeah, he did look strong. He was even able to get up. After that, and he, and again, he just seemed like he was using strength to to, uh, to get up. Did you feel that he was not taking your power seriously enough? Because a couple times he came in with his hands down, and you said his unnecessary movements. It seemed almost showboaty, and I remember watching it and going, "What is he doing?" <laughs> I don't think he underestimated my strength. I think that's just his style. You know, like I said, it was a lot when I studied his film. Like I said, I wasn't going to tell you guys everything I saw, but when you watch his film, he never really had any defense. You know, everything he did was offense. He did a lot of movement that kept people from coming in on him. The two guys that knocked him out weren't afraid of his movements, and they just threw when he threw, and they caught him. Everybody else since then was kind of – he moved, he threw his hips, he put his hands up, he jumped, he level changes, and everybody kind of freezes. They all do this. They cut it, cover up, which is like one of the biggest defenses there is nowadays, and it'll make people shell up. But you got to remember with four-ounce gloves and knees and elbows, it doesn't take much to get through that one little hole. So uh, and I just realized that he never really has defense when somebody comes forward. He just moves. So I, I had to time it. as he came in. I timed it going forward as well. So we met like a train collision. It's almost like an Anderson Silva thing where the movement <laughs> you do so much movement in the first round, it it, it, it you get somebody else's uh, they're just completely off. Like Anderson would do that. He'd come out and he'd do all these weird movements and he'd kind of jump in and out and not throw anything. And it just it really confused people. And they didn't know what to do with it. A hundred percent, exactly what it is. It's just. Like they say, expect the unexpected. And when he gets to doing and you know he's flashy. You know he can jump and do anything at any time. So when he gets to well in his hands and shuffling his feet, <laughs> you kind of start to think something is about to come. Well, better. No, as I did, I knew he's going to do this. He's going to try to make me freeze. As long as I never sit still, I'm not in danger. And uh, I have to just keep my shoulders forward and eyes open. That was the biggest thing, exactly. Keeping your eyes open and knowing what was <laughs> At times, people wince, and when they close their eyes, it only take a second to get a punch off. Yeah. And I just knew I had to keep my eyes open the whole time. Like I had two picks in my eyelids. Just do not let them blink. Don't blink. Don't blink, because that's when you'll get caught. Now, I seen I seen Dana White's uh, post-fight uh, press conference thing, and when it, when it came up to you, it was, you know, I want to know if it's bittersweet with this, because he was basically saying that he got a message received 
like you know, we see what you're worth. Mess, you know, we got the message, almost well done. But then there was another part when he's saying that you know that you came in almost with a chip on your shoulder type of thing, and like that you think you were getting set up. Up, oh, see it happens. I try to get controversial, and we'll try. What's happening? Oh, we're getting, oh he's still right there. there. Oh, we thought we lost you. Um, okay, so where was I? So yeah, so did you see the, the his post fight? Uh, sp- yeah, I saw it. So, yes, what, so what is so? What's it all about? Like, where are we with this? Because you realistic, you made a statement. You made a statement in this fight, which is great. But then you know, sure where, to be honest, I'm not sure where we are. That's my uh, manager's job. I really haven't talked to him yet. Um, he's called me a few times the last couple of days, but like I said in my post fight, I've been hunting nonstop. Oh. So every time he calls, I'm in a tree stand, so I miss his calls <laughs> and just kind of phone tag after that. But um. That's what the part he was saying. The somebody asked, "I want to be released or whatever," but that was just a misconception in uh, the um, interview. I think I know who the the reporter was that asked that question. I yeah. feel like he kind of clickbaited me. He didn't say the whole the whole statement. He didn't go down the whole line of what uh, was said back there. Hate when they do the that whole shit. thing. They said was like everybody admitted. Like yes, they were disrespecting you. They put this guy that weren't was ranked way behind you. They put him up in front of you to fight you in the past you. Now, what if you if you allow Dominic Reyes to fight John Jones? Because I said one of the questions, like, I have no problem with Dominic Reyes fighting John Jones first because he deserves it as well. He beat Chris Weidman. He's 7-0 in the UFC. Yeah. He's done his thing. You can't take that from him. So they gave it to him. Hats off to him. And the follow-up question was like, well, what if they do that? And then after, instead of giving you the shot, they try to bump some new kid up to be a hype trainer, bump him in front of you, and still don't give you the shot. Oh, now, so shit. They feel like that. If they feel that way and they're going to put some new guy in front of me, then release me because I feel I've done enough to earn this. And then uh, when they went to the, just like the headlines read, Corey Anderson says title shot or release him. You know, it's clickbait. He clickbaited me to Dana and Dana responded. And I doubt Dana had the time to go back and listen to the whole yeah. podcast or whatever it is you want to call it a post fight. But uh, like I said, I just got to wait now. I just got to see what happens. I know. It came off wrong, and I know Dana's probably thinking like, "I right, f this kid again." And if that's no. what he thinks, now I'm waiting for more. So well, I well, hope that it's the case, but it is. Well, listen, man, that makes a lot of sense, and uh, he's gonna this. This will get back to him for sure. You know what I mean? Well, that, I you know, because that's some because that's bullshit, man. You don't want to shit on your parade. You just took care of business yep. versus a very dangerous dude, and uh, you made it look easy. This should be a happy time for Corey Anderson. Yeah, 100%. And like I talked, me and my wife have been talking about it ever since the fight. She's real upset with me for saying it, like the way I said it. But you got to think about, if you listen to the whole post fight, the questions they were asking was all off that chip on my shoulder. Everybody knew I was angry coming into the fight, really disrespected. So they kept asking questions that kind of like, it kind of brought all that back. And then the follow-up question was the, what if they hype another kid up and pass him? And I could have, I should have stopped. I should have stopped and thought mm. about it, answered it a little bit calmer, a little bit smoother. But the way I said it, it came off like, yeah. if they, they're going to keep expecting me, release me then. It seemed yeah. like I had an attitude. But really, I didn't. Like you told my wife, like, you got to remember, when they throwing questions at you so fast, and I'm still on cloud nine, I'm still got the adrenaline pumping, I answered the question so quick, I didn't think about it. Yeah. You know, and I talked to my manager after, and he's like, bro, you can't say that. And, and again, I tried to break it down to him. Like, did you hear the whole post? Did you hear it all? Right. It wasn't like I just said, give me a title shot or release me. There was something else to it. But they just went out there and said the one thing. So now it's kind of like I look bad again. But uh, 
I'm not going to let that take away from my performance. I'm still happy with that, and I'm still going to be on cloud nine about it. You know, that happens all the time. And, and you know, Dana gets into it with a fighter or they say something he doesn't like, and then it's just forgotten and that the fight happens. I, I don't think that's going to affect you negatively at all. Uh, well, what's going on with Anthony Smith? Because he came out and you guys have some kind of a history together. Who started that or what started that your history with Anthony Smith? I mean, there really no history with Anthony Smith. I mean, I ain't got much to say about him. I called him out after 232. He declined like 30 seconds later. When they went to commercial, I showed the guys up at uh, up top talking, and that is what it is. He went on to fight for the title, and I ain't said nothing to it. Or I said something about his performance, and he's been after me since. Uh. And uh, like I said, he had his shot, and now it's my turn. Get off my wave. Let me do my thing. Now, if it's going to be Dominic next for uh, a shot, would you want to just sit and wait, or you'd want to jump back in, or what would you even think about that? Well, it depends on when they threw the fight. I would like to sit and wait. Yeah. You know, you see many guys, they get that opportunity for a title fight and something happened and they go take another fight and then all Man. of a sudden they got to work their way back up, you know. Either it's injury or a loss. I don't want to be preparing or something happened and I got to wait even longer. Yeah. If I got that shot, if I know I've earned it, I proved it, I feel I did, I believe I did, everybody believes I did. And I know Dominic want to get after him ASAP. He kept saying about December, John want to fight December. I have no problem with December. That's only a month away. There's no way I'm going to be ready with that. So go ahead. They have that, and I fight the winner in 2020, whether it's March, February, whatever it is. Now, you'd never be that guy to be like, all right, you know, I'll be on standby in case Dominic gets hurt, that type of thing. Yeah, I could do that too, you know, if mm. I had to. If it came down to it and they offered me the position, that's an opportunity you don't pass up. I'll cut yeah. the weight and I'll be there. I'll take that chance. Yeah, some guys wouldn't. Some guys yeah. uh I forgot who it was who said, "Nah, I'm all right. I wouldn't do that." It might have been it might have been Israel Adesanya at the time, I, I believe, or maybe not. But uh, they they want to camp knowing they're gonna fight. You know what I mean? Because that's got to be it. But you look like one of those guys that's always in shape, Corey. Right or wrong? A hundred percent. I'm all. I was just gonna say I'm always training, so it really doesn't matter. I'm taking this week off. You know, I just got a lot of stuff being with the baby. Yeah. During the last six weeks of camp, we had people in and out of town watching the baby for us and family. So. Right now, I got to make up for that time this week, spending some time with my son uh, on dad duty. And I got a 100 trip next week. And when I'm back, I'm full-time back in the gym. Nothing changes. We're still training like we're training for the title fight every day. I always train like we're training for John Jones or whoever it is with the belt. So if the opportunity comes, it's not uh, a fact of when, how long uh, I can't make it. It's, all right, we've already, we've already knew this. We was ready for this. We studied the film. We know what's going to happen. All right, let's go. How Me and my coaches, everybody on the same page, so we're ready to go. How, by the way, how happy was Mark Henry with the strike, with the, uh, you laying oh, into him? Man. Come on. Mark, Mark, Nick, Ricardo, I think all, well, all of them said so far is probably one of the happiest moments of their career right. to see that. You know, especially coming from me, I've had so many ups and downs, and you get to that yeah. big fight. And I usually drop it. Something happens when I get to that one big fight that I need. I usually mess up. Something happens. And they go out there and put on a performance like that yeah. at the biggest stage of them all. They couldn't have been happier. You know, Mark Henry and Nick Catone both was texting me like yeah. 2 o'clock in the morning. Like, bro, I'm still on cloud nine. I'm still excited about nah. that. That was so amazing. Mark texted me this morning and said, I've watched that fight a hundred more times. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you know, nah. it's, it's a great feeling to... Make your coaches happy like that when you do everything to keep them proud. hundred percent, man. Why, why, Corey, why do you think you said that you mess up on those fights? Do you think, is it something that you internally, you panic a little bit or do you overthink things because of the magnitude of the fight? 
No, it's like I said prior in the other interview, uh, I was just still young. A lot of things I was still learning. You know, instead of doing what I do, I let what the fans say, what the media say, what people say get in my head. Um, I lose concentration. OSP, I lost concentration in the third round. I dominated the first two rounds. I was laser focused in the third round. I, I knew I was winning. And I was telling myself, all right, we winning now, so we're just going to coast. And I could have wrestled him, but instead I backed him. Like, all right, we're going to strike a little bit. And I got caught. Instead of just saying, all right, we're going to keep grinding. One more round, we're going to grind him out. Let's get it done. Uh, Jimmy Mano, it was – I was – I wasn't prepared for that fight. I mentally wasn't prepared. When I got that fight, I psyched myself up to like, yeah, this is my big opportunity. But in my mind, it was, you hear everybody say, oh, my God, Jimmy Mano is such a big knockout striker. Even my coach was saying, you got to be careful. Make sure you keep your hands up. He can knock you out with any punch. So I went into that fight thinking, oh, man, I can't get touched. I can't get touched. And I started doing all that unnecessary movement. The same thing Johnny Walker was doing. And Jimmy being the a vet, he noticed it. And he told me afterwards, like, you, you're a good fighter, but you did a little extra movement, and you just need to get bigger. He told me what I need to work on. And that was probably the best advice I got from any fighter. Wow, he said oh. to get a little bit bigger. He gave you advice. That's uh, it's, and good for you to take it and, and to be humble enough to actually listen to him and, and have the conversation. I mean, to be a martial artist, you got to have a white belt mentality. That's what I'm, I'm always willing to learn. You know, coming off the biggest, biggest wins and the worst losses, I always come back in the gym with the same mindset asking questions after every training session i've asked i asked every training partner and my coaches what can i work on what did you see today what did i do good what did i do bad you know i take notes i got notepads i got notes on my phone i'm always learning yeah. Yeah, i don't care if you're a white belt or a black belt if you see something you tell me i'm usually going to try it out and if it works i'm gonna go with it if not i'm gonna throw it out well look man we were really happy for you uh you're on a four fight win streak and uh you know you're you're close to getting a shot uh I mean, reyes will be next but you're definitely close and uh, i hope you get the shot man i would love to see you fight either jones or reyes yeah congrats man thank, thank you very much guys all right we'll talk to you again soon buddy congratulations definitely Corey. Right, take care you guys have a good, good rest of the evening all, all right, right take care man. Good, buddy All right, great news. Uh, Greg Hardy, oh, his phone is in a cab, so he's not available. Uh, we have Calvin Cater, who is fighting this Saturday at the CSKA Arena in Moscow. He's fighting to beat Magomed Sharipov. Uh, an incredible fight. So we have him coming on. What, which is, what a, great, uh, a great makeup. It's the main event. Yeah, it is the main event. He should have been on anyway. What the He what absolutely. The there he is. There he is. What's up, gentlemen? Fuck yeah! Hey, Calvin, how you doing? Calvin, what's how up? You doing, bro? I'm, I'm up, super excited for you, man. Super excited. Hell yeah, thank you. How long have you been in Moscow? Uh, a couple days. Yeah, it feels like uh, forever, though. Have you been there before? I have not. Is it a friendly vibe? like, Or do you feel like the enemy that you're fighting is a beat over there? Uh, it's, it's, it's like a... It's definitely hostile territory, but for the open workouts, it's pretty funny. In the beginning, I thought they were all chanting Rocky, Rocky, but they were chanting Zabit. Oh, <laughs> so, oh shit. Yeah, I was half, half the shit talk. I can't even understand. And uh, I mean, the letters, the alphabet, um, you know, I don't even know what they're saying to me. So it might as well be in Boston, you know? I, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I can't really receive the hate because I can't understand it. That's great. Just convince yourself they're all fans. So whatever they're yelling, it's for you. Good for you. <laughs> Yeah, well, plus I get a lot of upside out here. You know, a lot of them don't know me. I'm relatively unknown, so I get a chance to go out and earn me a couple Russian fans. You know, seem to be a, a lot of fight fans out here, so hopefully I pull some come Saturday night. Yeah. Now, you're coming off an amazing fight. 
you know, with uh, the stoppage of uh, Hikaru Lamos. Yes. L- L- Lamos. Lamos. Yeah. Lamos. Uh, yep. Now, well, if you guys have his name wrong, I imagine how bad you put your mind. Calvin Cater. <laughs> Calvin Cater. The only time I say Qatar, like I said, is when I look at your last name alone, for some reason, it just goes to that. But when I see your whole name written out, I get it correct. Nah, yeah, look, Sarah's got it right, though. We don't pronounce the R's in Boston. You see that shit? Oh, Qatar. Calvin Cater. Cater. Now, this is the fight. That now Zabit, now you you're you're there you're you're over there in Russia you're gonna get you you're there to get all the smoke right or wrong like you put a st- you put a a stamp on this fight like you you make an example of Zabit yep. shit Calvin it'll be amazing well you know me by now Sarah right I love that chip on my shoulder man so the more they cheer it's gonna have the opposite effect it's only gonna push me that much harder so. I'm excited to go out there and uh, and perform, man, and do what I do best. I I personally, I, I never, unless I'm forgetting the fight, I never really seen you tired. And uh, have we? Did we go five rounds before? In a, in a uh, back in the day, but it okay. was a while ago. And, and you know, I'm working with a, a new strength uh, strength and conditioning coach since I've been in the UFC now, and he's great. He's got me more than ready. Yeah. Uh, we were down to go the five rounds, but uh, Zabit's camp wanted the three, and they seem to do whatever he wants it. Uh, so here we are in Russia, and we're fighting three rounds in the main event. Oh, this wait is a, a minute! This is a three round what? fight. This is a three round fight in the main event. Yeah, man, he's got a good manager. Let me tell you something. I, I, first of all, he tra- listen. This is UFC Unfiltered, right? Yep. Listen to me. He trains with my buddy Ricardo Almeida and Mark Henry. But let yep. me tell you about this shit. Yeah, Fucking you're right. Boo! Boo is right. I didn't realize what that the too. Fuck? Yeah, Cal- let him know, Sarah. Calvin. Let him know. I, listen, this is, I, I'm not saying it's bullshit, but I, I mean, <laughs> I was about <laughs> to ask you that we've seen Zabit get a little winded in that third. How motivating yep. is it to know that you got two more rounds to get him? What, yeah, man, what the fuck? Yeah. Jimmy. Yeah, I know, but You're good right. for me, man. I like to take him out in the first, so hopefully round two and three don't even matter. Can I can I bring up, Calvin, that it's it's known it's known now that all, not only title fights, all main events yes. are five rounds. All main events are five, yeah. Unless you're in uh, Russia and you're the beat. I can't um, believe that, but that does show you, like you know, Matt. Which Matt was saying before that a lot of times you'll see him like against Jeremy Stevens, not as effective in the third, and him yeah. fighting for a three round main event tells me that either there's an injury or he really is a little bit worried Kai, about getting tired in the fourth and Kyle fifth. Kyle Bachinak, I'm gonna fucking Bachinak. Bachinak was fucking going after him. Just k- yeah, KB. Man, if that was a five round fight. I think we'd seen a different, uh, different end. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm little, I'm a little, um. Flabbergasted. Yeah, you gotta is that talk the, to the, the, the people over there. You gotta, well, listen. Calvin, Calvin, let me tell you. That's I, don't want the, I want the people to know listening to this is that, you know, we got you on last second. You were gracious enough to come on. So we didn't get notes. No, appreciate it. We didn't yeah. get fucking notes. So, and, uh, but I fuck that. <laughs> hey, I'd say that shit anyway, we're though. Doing I, it live. Hey, man, Calvin, I think, I think uh, that's some bullshit. But hey, does, hey, listen, you gotta get it done in three, my friend. That's it. I'm hoping to get it done in one, but if yes. it takes three, so be it. I would love to know the reasoning. I would love to talk well, I to think Zabit. you know the reason. I think you're right. I, is this Zabit's first uh, main event? Yes. In yes. The, Mine I, as well. 
It is yours. Uh, this, but this is a five round. He's worried about a five round fight. There's he's no lo- other thing it could be. If, last, if his last push couple of fights, he lost. I mean, those I last mean, those fights, he lost those. I three like when you guys say it. Not me. Hey, man. I like Zabit a lot. It's not a knock on him, but that, I mean, come on, man. A three round main event. Hey, be- listen. If this doesn't air, Calvin, it's not my. I'm only kidding. Absolutely. <laughs> if we end up fired uh, and this doesn't air, you'll know Zabit was more powerful than we thought he was. My main, my, yeah. my main line of questioning was going to be, what are we going to do in this championship rounds? Yeah, four if and five. If it goes that yeah. round, are you going to push it? Does it give you motivation knowing that he starts to go crap out a little in the third? But anyway, yeah. forget about all that. Hey, we were, yeah, we roll with the punches, man. We, Fuck uh, yeah. It's in, it in Boston. It's in Moscow. That's fine. It ain't five rounds. It's three. That's fine. I want to be comfortable, man. I want no excuses. And when I get the job done, it'll be that much sweeter. That's, that's first of all, the best attitude to have. And, like, does it, is it extra motivation to be like, oh, really? F- really? Not a five round, a three round? Really? Fuck you. Does it get you like that? Yeah. More chips on my shoulder, man. I got a stack of chips on this side. <laughs> Hey, wait, when it was scheduled in Boston, was it uh, supposed to be five rounds or was it was it a main event in Boston? It was a co-main. Oh, co-main. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. You know know how things change in in the UFC, man. I try to not get too bent out of shape on anything. Who knows? uh, Like my teammate, Rob Font, you know, he thought he was fighting in Green. uh, It was in Greenville. And, you know, the night of, he's got like another pound to lose in the fight shop. So it's like you really I only know things are going to happen when you're on your way into the cage. Yeah. you know, that, I'm just prepared to control what I can control, and uh, you know, fortunate for me in my career, man, I've never pulled out or missed weight once, and uh, you'll see the same Saturday night. Well, well I'm good luck looking man. forward to it. It's and on what in time is it here? In the state, this is why I love when guys fight in, in Moscow. It's on uh, the uh, prelims are on 11 a.m. on ESPN Plus, and the main on ESPN Plus 2 p.m. It's fucking great. Just wake up and yeah. watch the fights. It's so awesome. <laughs> Um, and look, man, thank you for coming on, Calvin, last yeah, minute. We really appreciate it. We know you're over there getting ready to fight on Saturday. So thank you so much, man. No worries, guys. Always good talking to you. Come you on, too, buddy. Come good on, luck. Come on afterwards, bro. And if you ever want to take the trip into the city, bring Rob with you, and you guys can both hang out with us in here. I'm going to take you up on that. Hey, Fawn, what do you think? Yeah, That's Rob. We've got to go golfing soon. Right. Golfing? Only if it's miniature, I but I'm with golf. you. you only if it's miniature. <laughs> I'm with you. Or look, we have a one-hour uh, show. You could bring Zabit and just tell him we'll do it for 40 minutes. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right, man. All right, man. All right, take, luck, take care of business, bro. Sir, you already know. Appreciate uh, it. Cater. Take care, brother. I like him, and I, I like too. Rob Font. Yep. I, it's odd. Not odd. I like you know what I like knowing about these guys, like their pastimes and shit. What they do in their their hobbies. Him and Rob Font, Calvin Cater and Rob Font, they love to golf. I mean, Corey Anderson was up in a fucking tree hunting something. I wanted to he ask him what fighters like to hunt. What do you do in your? I do virtual reality, Jimmy. When you have to pee when you're hunting, you can't just piss off the tree because you're going to scare the animal away by the scent. I want to know what he hunts. Is he hunting deer? If he's in a tree stand, he's probably hunting deer. And do you pee in a jar? What do you do when you're going to piss? Very interesting, Jimmy. There and your little bird bladder, you'd be like marking Matt, your territory. I am the worst. I, li- I, I know. pebbles in my bladder. You'd be all over the place spraying around. Well, thank you, Calvin Cater, for coming on. Uh, yes. Good luck this Saturday. And also, thank you, Corey Anderson and Greg Hardy. I'm sure we'll get you again soon. Do you have anything to plug before I say something to you, Jimmy? This Friday, Saturday, North Carolina at the Comedy Zone. I am also going to be... Uh, 
in and uh, two weeks I'll be in Philadelphia at Helium Comedy Club. By the time this is on Fight Pass, it'll be 2020, and I'll have already done these gigs. Uh, and then early December I will be at Caroline's here in New York City. If you want to see me, if you're on on Long Island in Levittown, Huntington, around that area, you can visit Sarah BJJ. You know, dot com. I'm there a lot. And people come in, they go, oh, I didn't know you'd be here. I'm like, where the fuck am I going to be? I was uh, rolling with Marab last night. Jesus Christ. You don't need a Versa climber. You roll with him. He just doesn't stop. Yeah, he doesn't, right? Oh, he's so much fun, though. He's such a he's such a great guy. He's like the heart of the team. Yeah. He's such a great guy. And Jimmy, what I wanted to say to you is usually when we get out of here, we walk separate different ways. You know, we got to sure. go. We got to go our own ways. But you knew something was on my mind. You're like, I'll walk with you this way. You know I walk slow. Thank you for being there for me last week, Jimmy. See what I do on air? Yeah. So people know it's not manufactured. That's okay. Is it weird now? No, not at all. I say this for the end of the show in case it got weird. Yeah, not at all. You're the best, Jimmy. Why is it weird? I don't know. Uh, Let's watch the fights and talk about it next week. Absolutely. Have a good weekend and uh, enjoy the fights this this Saturday afternoon. Goodbye, everybody. Later, Jimmy. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.